apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. defensive play. Joel battling in the paints, laying it up and in. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Done time. Oh, wrap it up. Thompson just the two points. This team dribbling. Oh, exploding to the rim. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Posting Up Podcast. I'm Big J. Strong by Sean Scanlon. King's A. Special guest from Sports Talk with R&J, Steve Risser. What's going on, guys? Risser, thanks for joining us. No problem, guys. I like that my promo played in the open. Hell yeah, dude. But uh, all right, let's let's get into it. Starting off, recapping All-Star. Uh, uh, All-Star, I mean, Steph Curry looked great. 50-point performance in the All-Star game. Uh, dunk contest, lackluster. Uh, the big man, Cat. Coming on, putting out a show on the three-point uh, contest. Uh, 
who picked Cat to win? I'm just going to say that. This guy. Bam. But uh, Obi Toppin right. winning the dunk contest. And then, I mean, the Cavs winning the skills. It, it was fun. Sean, what was your favorite moment from this past All-Star break here? Um, yeah, I mean, I know that you said that you called it, but it probably had to be the three-point contest, um, honestly. I know that I said that I was looking forward to the dunk contest the most, and it let me down uh, very badly because it hasn't been good in a couple years. I thought I thought it would be good this year with the contestants, but uh, it failed yet again. And I'm just looking forward to the day where the dunk contest gets back to where it needs to be because it was not entertaining this year whatsoever. A uh, bunch of failed attempts, no 50 points uh, dunks for another year in a row. So uh, definitely disappointing to see that. But um, other than that, the game was uh, really good too. Uh, I like the the format um, again this year, where you know they actually play some defense down the stretch, and it's it's always fun to see the best players in the world, uh, even if there's not a lot of defense. So I think overall it was it was a good weekend aside from the dunk uh, contest, but. Uh, yeah, so they they need to fix that very badly because that was a very uh, very poor dunk contest and not a lot of fun to watch. Oh come yeah. on, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. You guys are beating up on the dunk contest. It wasn't that bad. We've seen some dunks we haven't seen before. I just think I don't know. The energy just wasn't there. I think it was more of an energy thing because I think we've seen, like I said, the OB top in between the legs backwards dunk. I've never seen that before. I'm sorry, that's a dunk I've probably never seen. And then when he bounced it off the backboard and dunked it again, I've never seen that before. But again, there was just no energy behind the dunk. So I would say the dunk contest wasn't bad. I think it lacks the energy it used to have. It doesn't have the same energy anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I'm sorry. I think people were just really down. Well, right and, you don't think it was that bad? Because Obi I mean, won, dude. That's not, the only reason. No, no, even if, if even if he lost, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I'd seen dunks I haven't seen before. I mean, I mean, some of them were bad. And some of them were basic, but they were dunks I haven't seen. I'm not going to I, I think they have to go back to the format where they, they have a time limit because when they give them all these attempts and if it, if it doesn't count as an attempt, you saw Jalen Green try his first dunk like 10 times and then uh, Juan Toscano Anderson tried his like five or six times. So I think they need to change the format because it's just a bunch of failed dunk attempts again and again. And that's where the crowd comes into the play and the energy is just out of the arena. Exactly. But they just keep seeing fail after fail. It's the yeah. energy, bro. Back to Sean's pinwheel. No, oh, yeah, we'll that's that. that's common. Yeah, we'll get to that. But Steve, la last week I brought up the fact to me the three point contest is eclipsed the dunk contest as for the more hype event going into All Star. I, with that performance on Saturday night for the dunkers, it, would you agree with that statement? How do how do you feel? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you you actually have legitimate guys in the three point shooting contest. You, I think you're Trey, you Trey Young, to Carl Anthony Towns. The dunk contest, who'd you have? Uh, Obi Toppin. Uh, I know I'm a Knicks fan, but Obi Toppin, Toscano Anderson. You don't have the big stars in the dunk contest. The big stars don't do the dunk contest. The three-point shooting contest, at least there's some superstars that do the three-point shooting contest. So three-point shooting contest, in my opinion, is much better than the dunk contest. Thank you, Steve. And uh, Sean, would you agree with that now after seeing last week's game? Last week's I, I mean, it's... It's more entertaining, but I think that um, I don't know. There's more potential with the dunk contest if you do get the superstars to actually do it. Because when the dunk contest is at its best, I think that it blows the three point contest out of the water. But I mean, 
the first of all, the game that we're playing now, everyone's shooting threes. So that's it's a lot more fun to watch, especially with the guys that do it so greatly. And it's, uh, you know, you get a good uh, competition out of it. But uh, second of all, I, I think that if you do get the superstars, like if you get a guy like John Morant in there next year, uh, just bring somebody, somebody good in, anybody, really, and give them uh, more incentives so we actually get a good dunk contest. But unfortunately, I know I was uh, last week I was saying that I would take the dunk contest over it. But after this week, I might have to switch my opinion because the three-point contest was more entertaining. But I still believe in the dunk contest. I think they can get it done. Yeah, I eventually, mean, hopefully. You you bring up John Moran. There, there's a bunch of these guys. Uh, if Zion can get healthy, we all want to see him in there. Anthony Edwards, we talked about uh, last mean. week. There needs, bro. There needs to this hype needs to come back for the dunk contest. Y'all realize that dunking is like a, a, a injury risk. Every time you dunk, it's still an injury risk. That's why these big stars don't want to do it. You could dunk and that could be your last, bro. It's a really scary situation for some of these players. I don't blame some of the big stars for not wanting to do it. No. When's the last time someone got hurt in the dunk contest, though? Nobody has it, but there's that always that chance, bro. And that's probably how they think. There's always that chance. It could be me. I, I'm that, that is one knock I will always give on LeBron. Him not doing a dunk contest. Look at all the greats who are coming. Look at all the greats who have. He's not a dunker, though. He, he's not a finesse dunker, though. Kobe, he said that. He, still, I like. He, I, I still think that is that's really where it lost its allure. You did once he said he wasn't going to do it. Uh, I think that's where it started going downhill. True. To be honest, because I mean, you You're have had the stars. Here. All the stars want. No, I'm not. All the stars wanted to be in it, and, and then. Find a reason to blame LeBron. Any any reason to blame LeBron? Any reason? I'm not trying to blame LeBron, but I just think that that's the truth. That's the truth. But we'll we'll see. And I mean, let's talk a little bit about the game itself. Steph Curry dominating. Uh, I I know the the race to 24. That was cool for uh, Kobe, and uh, I like the format with the points. Uh, Sean, I know you mentioned that. Zay, anything really spectacular about this All-Star game you saw? No, I, I told you. I feel the same way I feel about the Pro Bowl as I feel about the All-Star game. It's a useless game. I'll probably tune in for a little bit, and then I'll probably tune in. Let's tune out. There's nothing really behind it. They're not really – I mean, outside of playing for charity, there's nothing really behind it for the players. So it, it just doesn't have the same feeling. It's not like when – the days when Kobe used to actually go out there and play defense for the full game and actually go hard. It's just, just doesn't happen no more. So for me, like I said, I probably tuned in for like the first couple of quarters and I was back in and out for the rest, rest of the game. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will say out of all, like the all-star, the pro bowl, the MLB all-star game, uh, NHL, like the NBA is the most fun to watch. I, mean, I prefer to actually watch the baseball. There's more on the line. There's more on the line. They actually play for something there. If I'm being real, I prefer to watch the baseball All-Star game, if I'm being real. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, Steve, for home field advantage. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Zay, but, Zay uh, just hates the kids. He doesn't like the charity. <laughs> 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 
But uh, all right, before we before we wrap up on the All Star game, uh, Steve, I know I'm throwing you a little bit of a curveball here. Last week we talked about the best uh, All Star game moments. What is your what is uh, a moment from All Star games past that is stuck with you, or at least your favorite moment or something? It's tough to tell because you know the NBA All Star game is not is is. Not- but I would say Jordan, Michael Jordan, back in 03, tying the All-Star game. That was probably my favorite All-Star game moment, back when he was with the Wizards. Dang. Solid. Solid. We, we all had dunk contest moments. But uh, but last week. Because, I, I mean, it used to be great. Now it isn't anymore. It isn't what it used to be. The best sure. part is the, when the, the final buzzer. That's the best part of the game, the final buzzer. <laughs> All right, we got Sean's yeah. real. We got Sean's. The All Star game is really not that bad. I don't. I don't get why it gets such a. No, it was fun. Know. It was fun from from a spectacle standpoint. It's fun to watch the dunks, the the, the highlight. That stuff is fun. But... Better dunks in the game than there were but... at the dunk contest. I don't know more, and I just prefer to watch something you know competitive. I I, I mean, if I can go to the park and watch people play pickup ball. I mean, come on. Sorry. It just doesn't entertain me. I'm sorry. Right, it doesn't entertain me. I'm sorry. All right. We're going to take a break right here, and we'll come back. Uh, we'll, we'll move on from All-Star break and look forward to see what the NBA will be like after the All-Star break starting soon. So we'll be right back. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement? but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. All right. Now, let's get into our game break. Uh, looking forward, looking ahead to when the NBA comes back. Steve, I'll start with you. You talked about on your show earlier today, uh, Sports Talk with RJ. Make sure you check that out. Uh, about the Nets and the Bucks, and you think that game on Saturday can really catapult one of these teams to taking over the East? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think if the Nets win, that would be a big upset, especially without Kevin Durant and just having Kyrie Irving. And then the Bucks, they can continue to, you know, the Bucks. They haven't been they've been good this year. They haven't been great, but. I think if they could, you know, sh- on Saturday night show that they're still the beast of the East, the best team in the Eastern Conference, I, th- I think, I think, I think, I think that would be big for them too. So I think that that's a really, really, that's that's a really important game between the, between those two teams. Heck yeah, heck yeah, for sure. And the, the rematch of round, uh, the second round 
of the Eastern Conference last year. Uh, Zay, what game are you looking forward to? <laughs> You're probably going to not like this one. The Mavericks and the Jazz coming up on Friday. Doncic has been on fire. His GM came out, said so some crazy comments, and now he's got to go out there and back it up. And I just – I mean, I've always been a fan of Doncic. I love watching him play and to be able to – See him continue to play like this. The team has been three and one since they've traded Porzingis. Porzingis seems to be a problem no matter where he goes. So if they can continue to keep this going, that's it's gonna be a monster team. Maybe they'll get over that hump this year. Maybe actually get into the second, <laughs> third round of the actual excuse me the championship of the um, Western Conference. But who knows? Doncic is still you know still great though. That that man is great, bro. Yeah. I... It is good. Uh, I'm, I'm scared of him, but uh, I think it will be a good game. But, see uh, see Sean, how I did that without beating up on your team, Jace? You see? Yeah. How you, see? you see? I'm respectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Thank you. I appreciate well, it. You guys can do that now after after we spin the wheel. We'll, we'll find my team. It's All ready. Right. The wheel is ready. Yeah, it, it is ready, but uh, Sean. What's your game you're looking forward to? My game is tomorrow night when all the action comes back around. I'm going with the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves at 8 o'clock. Um, I just think there's two young teams on the rise in the Western Conference. Uh, obviously, two studs in John Moran and Anthony Edwards. It's going to be fun watching them go back and forth. But I think these are two teams that not a lot of people expected, um, you know, maybe expected them to make the playoffs but not be as high as they are in the standings right now. And I think uh, both these teams have a good opportunity in the second half of the season. Uh, Grizzlies with the three seed right now, they have a good opportunity to get home court advantage. Timberwolves have a good uh, opportunity to stay out of that play-in game, play in game and uh, guarantee a position in the playoffs. So I think uh, it's going to be a next big, you know, 20 to 25 games for these two teams, uh, and it starts with tomorrow night. So a lot of a uh, lot of good young players on both these teams, and uh, I think it's going to be a good game to watch tomorrow night. All right, uh, all those are good for me. I got Friday night. Zay, like you picked my Jazz, I got the year next. He at Knicks. I think it should be interesting because Julius Randle was playing really, really good going into All Star break, and I, I think Tibbs is a great coach. I think he can get this team ready to make that that playoff push. Uh, and also Miami, I think they're a team that if because a lot of people are talking about that they might get dethroned at the top. Uh, heading into the playoffs. I think this is going to be a real uh, big game because, I mean, the Knicks are, like I said, a team that wants to make that push. And if Miami can hold them off and continue to do what they, they've been doing all season, uh, I think they can really cement themselves at that top spot in the East. But uh, I think it should be interesting and it should be a good game because I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued just by that matchup. But, uh, I'm not. I'm just letting you know I'm not. I'll probably <laughs> I'll pass on that game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I was Bro, gonna say something about the Knicks, but did I... you just see what this team did? We just gave Kemba Walker. Hey, we'll, we'll pay you for the rest of the years. Just sit at home. Like, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> well, yeah. He, the, the, that is rough. That is rough. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't know I, if Julius Randle can get back to what he was. Really good going into the All Star break, so we'll we'll see. And I mean, I, I I'm just talking about the Heat uh, being at the top. I mean that that moves us to our next topic. Taking a look at these teams coming out of the All Star break. Uh, I mean the Heat and Bulls tied for the top. You got the Sixers up there, the Cavs at four, 
Milwaukee down there in uh, Boston uh, ahead of the play-in line. And then in the West, it's been the West. The, the the Warriors and the Suns have dominated. The Grizzlies and the Jazz, they've been there too. And then you got uh, Dallas and uh, the Nuggets round out uh, the top six. So can – do you, Sean – see any of those teams dropping any of those teams struggling or do you see another team coming in and taking a spot up there at all in either conference uh, i have two teams that i think are going to start to rise up the standings uh, i think one is the celtics we've already seen this in the past couple of weeks uh they've probably been the hottest team in basketball and i think that jason tatum and jalen brown are upset that people keep talking about trading one of them and I think it's shown they've been playing great defensively uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Derek White was actually a really, really underrated pickup for them from the Spurs. Uh, he's a great defensive player. He fits really well uh, into that rotation. So I think they're going to continue to rise up the standings. And then uh, the Nets at the eight seed, I think that, you know, eventually they're going to get Ben Simmons in there. They're going to get Katie back from injury uh, with the news coming out today that uh, they might lift the mandate. Kyrie Irving might be available for home games. So I think it's inevitable that the Nets are going to, you know, finally get back to winning Wades. I think that that losing streak, uh, they're going to put it behind them because they're still super talented and eventually they're going to get back to, you know, being one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. So I think they're going to avoid that playing game and that whole scenario completely. And I think they'll definitely get into at least the top six um, by the season's end. Yeah, all right. I, I like that. Zay, can your Knicks uh, get make a push, maybe rise into the play-in conversation? No. no. I, no. I agree, no. Um, and this is very frustrating to say as a Knicks fan. I just don't see it this year because the Knicks are making decisions that you would think we're the team in New York that signed Gorgon Dragic this time, and we're the team that made a trade for Ben Simmons, and we have a point guard situation figured out. You would think that would be the Knicks, but no. That is the Brooklyn Nets. And like Sean mentioned, that team is probably going to be the team that slides into that top four somewhere, especially once they all get back healthy. And if they don't get back healthy, I mean, if they don't get into that top four, oh, you don't want to be the team that's got to face them in the top four in that first round. I'm telling you now, that's going to be a juggernaut. When you look at the fact that, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Ben Simmons, but you add that Dragic situation to it, that makes things a little more different. You add a shooter, you add a point guard who can actually play point guard patty mills we know what he can do he but he's been doing all year for that team that team is loaded and they're very deep and, and you like you said you bring in drumming you bring in all these guys that you know that solved issues that they had before with rebounding and you know defense in the middle and now they starting to solidify these things i'm honestly terrified of the new york new jersey I wanted to call them the New Jersey Nets. They're the Brooklyn Nets. I didn't know what to call them. I'm sorry. New York, New York. Nope, they're Brooklyn Nets. I'm terrified of New Brooklyn Nets, honestly. Well, but no, they, I don't see the Knicks it, making that push. All right. Well, if the Nets do move up, who do you, do you see a team dropping out? You have to see a team dropping out, or who do you think is going to fall from that top spot that they're in now? Probably the Cavs. I'd hate to say I, the Cavs have been a solid team, but when you when you think about it, the Cavs have been what they were because you've had the issues with the Nets, you know, not really being what they were all year. Honestly, the Nets we know them as the top four as a top four team in the East, and when you have the issue with Kyrie and you have the injuries too hard and the hamstring missing, and then you don't have KD, that's not the same team that's you know projected to be a top four team. Once you get everybody healthy, I honestly think when I look at that 
board, they could probably catch the Cavs probably the fastest out of all those teams. I think the Heat, obviously, like you mentioned before, the Heat are a top team in the division. They obviously gotten stronger with their additions this year. The Bucks are probably still the cream of the crop of that division. So when I see it, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, the 76, all the 76, they have the, you know, the reigning MVP, I guess, and Joel MVP. So, I mean, was it, was it Jokic or Embiid? Jokic. 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 Embiid was the runner-up. Excuse me. He should have got it last year. But Embiid, obviously, is still playing like an MVP and at an MVP level. So, you would have to assume that the Cavs would be that team that would be the odd team out because they just don't have the firepower to match what the Nets could bring every night once they get healthy. I I I, I get that. I like that. Uh, yeah, the Cavs, young. They're over-exceeding expectations as is. I do expect them to falter. But, Steve, I mean, taking a look at the uh, Western Conference, now you got Chris Paul out for a, a long period of time with a thumb injury. Is that going to lead to the Suns dropping in the standings? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I don't think so. I don't think so because of how good that team's been the last since the bubble since two years ago. And Devin Booker. Devin Booker's a top 15 player in the league. Chris Paul is not their best player. Devin Booker is. And Devin Booker has been absolutely phenomenal for this team. So I don't see that. I don't see them falling in the Western Conference. I agree with that. Even at times this year, it seemed like Chris Paul isn't necessarily even their second best player. There's been times DeAndre Ayton is has been great and shown up and been that 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 for them. So uh, I agree with you. I think they'll stay the same. Is there a team in the West that I mean? I don't know if anyone's going to necessarily drop, but is there a team that could come up and maybe make a run here? In your opinion, Steve? I think if there is one, it's going to be the Lakers, just because of who they, just because of LeBron James. I think LeBron, he, he's had, still had a really good year, and I feel like he could put he could put this team on, carry uh, put this team on his back, and, and still get and still get them maybe out of the playing round, just because of how good he is. All right, yeah, I mean LeBron definitely could, and I mean we'll see. We'll see what happens because I mean Russ, he has struggled at the beginning of the season. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible trade by the Lakers. One of the worst trades, one of the worst trades ever. I mean, to, to, to trade for Russell Westbrook was an absolutely horrendous, horrendous trade by the Lakers. You saw what they had to give up. They had to give up Kuzma. They had to give up KCP. They had to give up Harold. Terrible trade. That that trade almost that trade ruined that team because AD and LeBron. I know AD's hurt, but AD and LeBron when they were healthy two years ago, they won the title. Yeah, I, uh, I wish I could say something to that, but it has not been not been a, a swell year for Russell Westbrook. No, 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 no. I think we'll, all, I, or at least I will always look back at that trade and be like, "Well, why didn't you take the Buddy Heel trade?" I thought that was that would have been something great. Uh, just fits the team better, but yeah. Uh, Even if they did, though, I mean, Anthony Davis just has to stay healthy. That's. Uh, that's what it comes down to the most is that he he yeah. can't stay healthy. He comes back for a little bit and now he's hurt again. So with no Anthony yeah. Davis, I, they just don't have any other. I mean, Russell Westbrook used to be great, but he's he's not a top twenty, probably not even top thirty player right now. Uh, I think that you know he obviously brings some great athleticism and stuff like that, but he's just not the player he was. So you need another superstar along LeBron James, especially at thirty seven years old. He's still playing fantastic, but you need another top end superstar. And, and Anthony Davis isn't going to be available for them. And they have a bunch of other old players around them, then and no shooting it, it's not gonna work out. 
I, I got ripped to shreds last week when I said he was unreliable. This is crazy. Oh, <laughs> Anthony Davis? I, I, said, I said Anthony Davis is unreliable. We're going to start adding KD to that list of players who are going to be unreliable. And y'all ripped me to shreds. This no, is so listen, I, I agree. It was never Anthony. Anthony Davis was yeah, never. A major with. injury like that will continue to add to other nagging little injuries, bro. And this is coming from someone who's dealing with it personally. I know what that he's dealing with personally. It gets you other injuries, bro. Literally, I, yeah. I agree with Anthony Davis. I just think that I, I don't agree with the Kevin Durant take. Watch. I, I mean, it's no, just but Kevin, Kevin Durant will still come bro, out and bro, bro, back bro. and be Kevin Durant. Yeah, Anthony Davis takes things- time to warm up and then – Look, as soon as he starts get going again, he gets injured again. In the next 25 games, I can guarantee you this. And Beat will get hurt at some point, some way, somehow. James Harden will find a way to get another injury. And if he holds off on the season, it'll happen in the playoffs because that's James Harden. I'm telling you now, these are just guys you can just depend on to get hurt. We know AD's already out. And I wouldn't be surprised if KD comes back and dealing with something later, like another foot injury or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. This is just we're getting to a point with certain people that this is what it's coming to. These guys aren't. Hey, I guess we take. I'm telling you, we took LeBron for granted all those years. He never got injured because these superstars now get injured. This it's crazy. You have to start realizing that they're not as reliable as you want them to be. I'm sorry. Right. I, you said Kevin Durant was a liability. That's the only thing that he will. Yeah. I, no. No. I said his injuries is going to make him a liability. I didn't say his skill is still on the court. Even, even if his injuries, injuries make him a liability, would he still be the biggest liability on the Nets? I.e., would he be I mean, if, Kyrie, if the New York drops the mandates like we're yeah, saying we're going now. to, then, then yes. Well, yeah, I, I guess. Look, I guess. If, if, even if Ben Simmons can't score, if he's on the court, that's more help than anything. Still that's the defender. idea. You have to be on the court. You can't contribute if you're not on the court. That's what I'm trying to put out there. If he's not out there, he's not contributing, bro. That becomes a liability, no matter how you put it. No, you, you, you you're can right. cheer on your teammates. Oh, that's great. You're right. All right. Before that's great. <laughs> All right. Before we close the show out with the spin, I want to go and uh, I mean we're at the, the All Star break here. I, I want a finals prediction. I know I'm springing this on you guys, but uh. Steve, let's start with you. I'm going with the Warriors and the Sixers. I feel like with the Warriors, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are going to get it. Are going to get it. Are going to get it back. They're going to start. They're going to be do what they do in the playoffs. Uh, the, obviously, they got Andrew Wiggins now. He, he's he's had a really good year for them. Jordan Poole. So I, I'm going with the Warriors. I like Steve Kerr as a coach. So I'm going with the Warriors. And in the in the, in the East, I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers because Joel Embiid and James Harden. I can't wait to watch them play. They are going to be lethal, lethal off the pick and roll. They are going to be outstanding together. I think it's really going to fit. I think it's going to carry the Sixers to the finals against the Warriors. All right. I, I like it. I like it. Sean, what you got? I'm sticking with the Suns and the Heat. Uh, I know we said it a couple of weeks ago, but I think the Suns, the Chris Paul injury hurts a little bit, but I know he's had a history of hand injuries. But I think once he gets back, if he can stay healthy, that uh, the Suns, I think they're the deepest team in the NBA. The Warriors are definitely right there, too. But I just like the chemistry they built over the past couple of years. I think Monty Williams is a really great coach. Uh, they do it on both sides of the ball. 
I don't, I don't hate that Jared Jones. I don't think. Hey, I don't know about, hey, yeah, I don't know about the Bulls, but yeah. <laughs> DeRozan has no. DeRozan's not good in the playoffs. Yes, he's having a great year, but I don't trust DeRozan at all in the playoffs. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, th- I think the Suns are. I think they're the best team in the NBA overall, and I think that they'll get back to the finals. I think that they're out for revenge after last year. And in the East, the Heat, uh, even though all these teams are making moves, you know, the Nets, the Sixers, uh, Celtics heating up, the Bulls having a great year, I still think the Heat are still the most complete team uh, in the Eastern Conference. I think that Jimmy Butler is having a great year. Uh, Bam Adebayo, once he he can stay healthy, I think that uh, they have a great player in him. And then they have some great shooters around them. They have good defense. So I think the Heat are really under the radar team and, and Kyle Lowry, of course. So. Um, I think that the Heat will get it done in the Eastern Conference. I like that. I like that a lot. I like. I, I'm very, I'm very intrigued by these playoffs because I think a lot of things can happen. And so uh, I like all these matchups. Zay, what, what you got? This is a tough one for me. Um, if healthy, I, I, I can't see the Nets not coming out the East. That team is just, again, it's just too loaded. I'm expecting a James Harden injury because it always comes when teams need him the most. That's just what I'm expecting. That's why I don't think the 76ers will pull it out. But that, like I said, you, you talk about a starting lineup that could feature Kyrie, it, it Ben Simmons, Dragic, Lamarcus Aldridge, KD. That's a lot of top talent in your starting lineup to go up against. And I think unless they're not healthy, I don't see anyone beating that team. But if not healthy... I'd probably put the Bucks in there because, again, I think there's still a lot of disrespect. I, I y'all know, I'm not a big Giannis fan. I've I've mentioned it many times, but that team has still been playing well. They've still been a top team. They haven't really fall off. They haven't had that major championship hangover that you see from teams. Sometimes they've still been up there with some of the best teams, and they haven't lost a step. So I don't understand where the, the you know, where the afterthought of the Bucks is coming from. So I, I would say. It's, it's going to be either one of those two. It all depends on health. And out of West, I don't see anybody beating the Suns. They're just they're just a machine. Honestly, the Warriors are a good team. I just think that Suns team just has too much at every position for the Warriors. And it would take a really heroic series from, from, from Steph Curry to pull that off. And, I mean, while I think he could do it, I just don't see it happening this year. Maybe next year, obviously, you get another a full, you know, you'll get a full offseason with Clay. He'll be healthier. He'll be better. He'll come back way better than he is this year. You'll have Draymond fully 100%. I don't know what his situation is now with his injury. I know he was out for a while. I don't know if he's back yet. So you have question marks there. So I just – is he back yet? No, he's not back. Yeah, so, again, that, I just see that hard. If Draymond's not there, how you how you could beat the Suns. I mean, so, yeah, it would be for me the Suns and out of the East, it would be either the Nets or the Bucks. Those two teams are just juggernauts. They're in a league of their own if they're healthy. Jeez, I, I I like all of those. I, I do think, yeah, I, I I really do want to pick the Bulls, but I I think they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals, not necessarily the NBA Finals. Uh, I, I like the Bulls. I, I think I, I think these are just a bunch of young guys clicking at the right time. But my pick out of the East is going to be the Nets. I, I honestly like them better with Ben Simmons than I did them with James Harden. Uh, Ben Simmons just being able to be that distributor, be that defensive uh, stopper, and, and just get the ball to the guys that can shoot, uh, I think will benefit him a lot and benefit the Nets a lot. Uh, and also, I mean, Drummond, 
Seth Curry, Dragic, all these guys are coming in. They give you solid, solid time. So I, I think the Nets are just the best, the best roster in the NBA right now. And I think once KD gets back, he'll get back, and he'll be normal KD. That's why he's not like Anthony Davis. He doesn't need time to get going. He he just comes back and does his thing, and is the best player in the world when he is healthy. And uh, so I, I think that can just I, I think that will lead them out of the East. And I mean I, I, I it is going to be tough with Giannis, but I, I think Kyrie and Ben Simmons being able to slow him down enough will will, will let Durant and Kyrie win them that chi- win them that that uh, series against the Bucks if they do meet again. But out of the West, I, I I'm just gonna go with the it. it I, I want to go with the Suns, but I think there were a lot of a lot of they were they benefited from a lot of circumstances last year, and I, I think I'm just gonna go with the best player in the West to come out of the West in Steph Curry. Uh, Yo, disrespectful LeBron. Your last day. No. I, I can't, bro. Disrespect to no. the king. I'm trying he to fight my tongue. He had they his time. Him. He had his time. But no, this is Steph Curry's West now. This is Steph Curry's NBA, dude. He's lighting it up. And I, I think that while he struggled the past couple weeks, while in the past couple months, I think that – all-star game performance is, is going to catapult him, and we're going to get back to MVP Curry right here uh, after this all-star break. Yes. Yes, Sean. Yes, we are. I think I, no. so I got Best player in the West. Uh, I didn't know the Nuggets were coming out. Jokic probably the best player in the West right now. You uh, realize that KD don't win with the Nets. He, he, he wouldn't have won a championship if he never went to Golden State. This is what it's going to come down to. If he never wins with the Nets, and we're calling He would have if he stayed in OKC, though. No, I doubt it. I yeah, think they could have. I think they could have. Even without They're right hey, there. Dude, They're three to one in the Warriors. That still hurt hurts me. That, that, that crushed them. They would have never they would have never they they would never worked out together. Westbrook and Durant would have never worked out together after that. It really that crushed their relationship. That loss really that series loss crushed their relationship. I understand that. I can see that. Yeah, it but, would uh, never worked out again the same. Yeah, because uh, KD killed it for him. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean we can talk about that. So on time, but let's close out the show with uh here we go. Sean go. the wheel spin. Who will be your team, Sean? I'm not doing my wheel spinner. <laughs> let's go. All right, moment of truth right here. Oh come on. No, you're wheel spinning. Oh, the Grizzlies, let's go. John Morant, oh, my god. I thought you should have went with mine. Jackson, Desmond Bain. I got a you nice were squad. One off from two great picks. Could have been a Thunder or a could have been a Port. Oh my! It should have been the Portland Trailblazers. Ah, let's go, right. my Grizzlies, baby. They're actually it's actually a playoff team, and sh- that's stupid. You should have to suffer because Jace did it. Because Jace did it. It's because ah. I did it. Yeah, maybe. I spun it two times earlier. I got OKC and the Minnesota Timberwolves. But uh, all right, Sean, here on out. I'm a Christmas fan. I did my order. Good team, bad team. Good team, bad team. Good team, bad team. I did it on purpose. Ah, damn, Chase. 
Now you've got I, the I just did it. I mean, I don't know. All right, well, yeah, I'm going to switch my finals pick now. Now I got the Grizzlies uh, coming out of the West. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Oh, my goodness. But I'm ready. I'm ready to root on my, my Grizzlies. After, after what Trey Young did last year, I know. granted it was the East and a lot of injuries and that stuff, but after what he did last year, I don't see why John Morant can't carry at least the Grizzlies to, like, the Western Conference Finals. Maybe even the finals. I don't know, but he—he's a stud. There's a reason he's in the All-Star. Uh, I mean, MVP talks right now. But uh, that's gonna do it for today's show. Steve, thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you check out Sports Talk with RJ every Wednesday at 1 p.m. where they talk NBA, NFL, everything throughout the UConn basketball. World. Oh yeah, we were talking about that today. We're talking about that big win against Villanova today. We big it. W. Yeah, big, big, uh, yeah, that was a big win. And March Madness is coming around. We're going to start covering college basketball here once uh, the tournament gets started. And we'll have Steve back on to talk about that. We'll also have Justin from Sports Talk with RNJ, the college basketball guru himself. But uh, for uh, myself, Big J, Sean Scanlon, King Zay, and Steve Risser, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Go Grizzlies. Yeah, it's good. Julius Randle with an excellent defensive play. Joel battling in the paint, laying it up and in. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Done time. Oh, wrap it up. Thompson just the two points. This team dribbling. Oh, exploding to the rim. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.